Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. 77 WABC and Tunnel to Towers Foundation present 9-11, 22 years later. Now, here's Sid and Friends in the Morning, Sid Rosenberg. You know, before the uh, game last night, Giants and the Cowboys in the pouring rain, they did an amazing job of paying tribute to 9-11, which I'm surprised because the NFL is woke and horrible. And they unfurled this beautiful, beautiful flag across the whole field. And the celebrity singer who sang the national anthem was Queen Latifah. And the guy standing next to me was furious. They can't have her. She's liberal. She hates the cops. She hates this country. And I looked at him and I said, let her sing. Shut up and let her sing. Because he's right. She's all of those things. She's all of those things. But you know what? She was there last night. And I hate to say this. I really hate to say it. She was great. She did a wonderful rendition of the National Anthem. Not Whitney Houston, but pretty damn good. Anyway, my next guest, as they continue to roll in, we've had great guests all morning long. This guy really played an integral part that morning in helping New York and this country return to a semblance of normalcy. He was one of the great police commissioners in this city's history, and he was there that morning alongside Rudy Giuliani, my friend Bernard Carrick. Mr. Commissioner, how are you? Good morning, Sid. How are you? I'm great. Uh, Nice to have you back. Uh, let's get right to that morning. Well, let's start with this. I asked Rudy the same question a couple of days ago. As I'm doing this show and talking about the memories and that morning with Imus and McCord and talking to folks who were involved that day, it doesn't feel like 22 years from me. And I was still, although in the thick of it, much further removed than you. You were really in the thick of it. I mean, you had bodies crashing from the sky, literally feet away from you. Does it feel like 22 years or not really? You know what? Uh, in, in some sense, uh, Sid, uh, you know, look, um, I have a daughter that was six months old who's now graduated from Michigan State University. When I think of that, uh, you know, I realize the time. Um, you know, when I think of that day specific and the things that happened, I remember them like they were yesterday. Um, I'm actually down at the site now. I'm, uh, I'm in the car with the mayor. Uh, we're just getting down here. And as we Wait a second. You're in the car with Giuliani? The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. Yeah. Put them on for a second right now. 
he's 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 put, listening. Put, Go put, ahead. put him on for a second right now, Bernie, please. Hey, Sid, how are you? Booty, where the hell are you at seven forty? I was supposed to I was supposed to call you at what time is it on there? It's on our list at nine fifty. It's on our list at nine fifty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a list that says 950. No surprise. Okay. I will talk I'm to you later sorry. on this. That's okay. I'll talk to you later on this morning. I love you. Let me talk to Bernie Carrick. Thank you. Okay. All love right. you too. Love you too. Bernie, thank you. I'm sorry about that. So, so you and the mayor, another list, another time. Shocking. You and the mayor on the way down to the, uh, to the site and go ahead. Continue your sentence, please. So we were on the way down here today and we were talking about some of the things that we, we remember. And it was actually like yesterday. It was actually like just like yesterday. Um, you know, coming down Seventh Avenue, getting to the scene, getting to West Broadway, taking the mayor into seventy five Barclay Street, um, you know, trying to get a hold of the White House. And um you know, it was uh you know, just like yesterday. What were you doing? Bernie, exactly at the time that that first plane hit at eight forty six, and I was on the air. And what were you doing when that first plane hit? And what were your initial thoughts? Most of us thought had to be a private jet, a small plane. We could never have imagined a commercial jet crashing into the World Trade Center. Take me back to eight forty five, literally one minute before that first plane hit. I was actually in my office, uh, said uh, getting ready for the day. And my um, my chief of staff came in and said that a plane just hit Tower One, and I thought actually, I thought the uh, I thought it was a you know twin engine Cessna or something that you know flies up and down the Hudson River, um, and um, you know I looked up at a television monitor in my office, and uh, and I could see the damage to the building. Walked into my conference room. And I could see the damage to the tower, which was only about a half a mile from my office. And I realized that the damage and devastation to the building was far greater than any Cessna could have done. I talked to the mayor, told him I was on the way to the command center at Seven World Trade. He was on the way downtown. We were going to meet there. I got down there within seven or eight minutes. And, um, you know, he he showed up about three minutes before um, or three minutes after Tower 2 was hit by the second plane. That was uh, about 16 minutes after the first tower was hit. We got hit at uh, 8.46 and 9.03. And at that point, of course, everyone knew we were under attack. Uh, Were you already, so I guess you were already at the World Trade Center when that second plane hit? I actually said I was standing in front of the building. Um, oh I was God. looking at the damage to Tower 1. Um, I was calling for a command bus to be put on the corner of Barclay and West Broadway. I was waiting for a response from special operations as to how long that was going to take because I had to have a place for the mayor um, to control, to, you know, as a command and control center. And um, all of a sudden, uh, you know, the Tower 2, uh, this this plane slams through the north side of the building. Did you actually see the plane hit the building, or you just saw this huge explosion, and, and I'm sure the, the yeah, whole ground you know, was the rock? When, when you see that orange fireball blow out the north side of the tower, I was under that. The plane came in from the southern end of Manhattan, circled around down at the base of the uh, the Hudson, and hit this 
basically hit the south side of the tower. So when you see that that film, that video of that orange fireball, I'm standing in front of that building. Oh, my God. This is a former police commissioner, Bernard Carrick, who, of course, was part of our team. And thank God he was back in 2001. Thank God we had that team, Giuliani, Carrick, Pataki, Esposito, all those guys. You know, I remember the next day, Bernie, the next day, the New York Post on September the 12th. I'll never forget it. I was having breakfast with Danielle, and we were just all so depressed and sad and trying to figure out who died and who didn't. And the cover of the Post was a picture of people jumping out of the building. That was the actual cover of the Post, September the 12th. And everybody I speak to that was there, and you were there, told me that of all the horrific things they witnessed that day, that the thump, the actual thump, when the body hit the ground, was the worst part of that day. Do you attest to that? Um, it, you know what, Sid? Yes. Uh, it, you know, it was when we got down to Vesey Street, uh, you know, the cops stopped my vehicle. They wouldn't let us turn on the Vesey. They said people were jumping, and I I had no idea what they were talking about. And I got out of the, I got out of my car. I walked to the corner. And you could see this debris coming off the side of the building. As that debris got closer to the ground, you realized it wasn't debris. It was people. And uh, some were hitting the ground. And there were also people that were hitting the overhang, the the awnings of the tower. When they hit that, when they hit those awnings, they sounded like explosions. Mm. You know, you you know, sometimes you hear people say, you know, I, I, the towers were blown up. You can hear the bombs. Well, that's what a body sounds like at a hundred, you know, ten, you know, ten floors down um, when they're jumping from the top of the building and they're hitting that awning. That's what it sounds like. So that becomes your day, your month, your life. What's going on at the World Trade Center? But this is still a very big city. And there were still crimes going on in and around the boroughs. Not everybody knew exactly what was going on. So how do you, at the same time, Bernie Carrick, manage what's going on, which at this point is a terrorist attack, a national terrorist attack, with what's going on around the boroughs in New York City? Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Well, listen, the, the good thing for us is the NYPD has the manpower. Um, you know, I had 55,000 men and women under my command. We had 
13,000 in the correction agency, uh, in the correction department, another 13,000 fire members. Um, we had an enormous response. But you also have to keep in mind, uh, you know, we have a big city. So we had to split up manpower. We had to have people downtown, uh, you know, working to, you know, respond and rescue and, you know, work on the recovery, work on the investigation. Um, at the same time, keeping the, the you know, the rest of the city safe and secure. And there's nobody better at doing that than the NYPD. And under the mayor's, under the mayor's guidance, um, you know, we were the safest large city in America at that time. Safest large city in the world, I would say. And um, we just continued to do what we did best. What were your days like afterwards? Obviously, that day you were there at the World Trade Center with Rudy for hours and hours. I know we lost Father Judge that day, talking about people jumping. Somebody actually jumped, landed on him, and he died. A horrific way to die for such a special, special man. But days after that, Bernie, what was your job like? Um, basically, it was uh, you know it was all about the rescue, the recovery, and the investigation. Um, you know, we started at six every morning. Um, we ended at midnight. Um, the mayor, um, you know, held three or four um, command meetings every day. And I think there's a lesson uh, to be learned, Sid, when it comes to crisis management. And that is that you can manage a crisis when you let the public know what's going on, when you have command and control of your manpower, um, and, and every agency is involved. And the mayor was phenomenal at putting that command structure together. If you remember, you know, we would have three or four command meetings a day, and immediately after those command meetings, the mayor would address the press. So the press was able to determine, you know, what was going on, what we were doing, what had happened over the last four or five hours, what was going to happen next, what we anticipated happening that night, that afternoon. Um, they were really well informed um, as far as what was going on, which made it easier um, and, and also created this environment of, of people feeling safe. I have to tell you, people come up to the mayor and I all the time. You made me feel safe when everybody thought the world was doomed. Yeah, um, You know, the bottom line is uh, that's how it was done. In the final 60 seconds here, Bernard, it's always great conversation. How much I love you, pal. Thank you. Um, a lot of people I speak to, including Peter King, just a couple of moments ago, and Rudy on this show just last week, uh, say be careful. Don't get too complacent. They're at work. We lost 13 service people in Afghanistan, beautiful people because of Joe Biden's laziness and ineptitude. And all that did was strengthen al-Qaeda and the Taliban and ISIS. And they are still planning every day in caves all around the world the next demise for the United States. Do you believe that's true? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Keep in mind, uh, Sid, you know, al-Qaeda and, and the radical Islamists, They've been doing this for many, many years, 30 years, 35, 40 years, right? They have a lot of time. They sit back, they watch, they wait, they listen, they learn, and then they act. Um, you know, what What do we do? We're extremely complacent, um, and we let things uh, we, we let things go. Um, we should be focusing on things that we, 
you know, uh, you know, it's just they have they have to focus. They have to focus on on what you know what the threats are, and I think sometimes we just don't do that. Agreed, Bernie. As always, great job. Thank you so much. And um, listen, it's twenty two years later, but I'll say it again. Thank God you were there and part of the team, and we will love you forever for being that. So thank you so much for coming on this morning. Thank you. All right, my man. Thank there you. he is, former police commissioner Bernard Carrick here on Sitting Friends in the morning. We'll get to Rudy. We'll get to Governor Pataki and a special guest. His home run heard round the world. And New Yorkers cried, not out of fear or despair, but out of joy when Mike Piazza homered against the Atlanta Braves. Mike set to join me coming up at 9.30. Our commemoration, never forget, 22 years later, continues right here on Sitting Friends in the morning. That would fit in the folds of my wallet And it stayed pretty good Still amazed that I didn't lose that on the loop of the place When I was drunk and I was thinking of you Every day the children, they were singing the tunes Out on the streets and you could hear from inside You used to take a survey on the house And third, I would wait for you and not try to hide Love won't play any games with you Anymore if you don't This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.